Welcome to another episode of Sports Like Talk, where life without sports is just talk. It looks like Rita got the yellow and pink ranger, but fear not, <laughs> we will find them. We do have Mr. United Search. Hello. Mr. Mr. Yeet B. Jones. Yeet! And I am the head coach, KT. Make sure you like and follow us on IG, Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> at Sports Life Talk. You can listen to the Sports Life, Sports Life Talk podcast whenever and wherever you want on Anchor or any other podcast platforms of your choice because we are everywhere. Episode 26. Hey, man. Diamond well, in Wood. I, I intentionally went on the the script and changed my intro. Why didn't you read what I changed it to, man? <laughs> well, I had my own notes, so you had something else on there? Wait, what yeah, did you I put the mouth of the South, man. Well, you, okay. I'm rebranding. Okay, the mouth of the South, B. Jones, you no longer want to be referred I'm, I'm to I'm still as... Mr. Yeet, but I, I'm, I might just, you know, I might you flip it back it and forth. Like that, Why man? not, though, bro? Well, because I- Jay-Z already... was whole. Oh, God. You're no Jay-Z. All right, before we get to our cover athlete, I would like to introduce our guest. We got my man who I grew up with. He's my brother. We've known each other since we're about seventh, eighth grade, middle school. Corey Mitchell. Oh, welcome to the show, Corey. He he put my full government. (laughs) Yeah, he did, didn't he? He wasn't ready for that. He put it all out there. You got a little nickname, C. Mitch or something? You you ain't got nobody looking for you, do you? No, 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 not at all. That's what's up, man. You going to give him the honorary Green Ranger today? Yeah, he he is a Green Ranger. He's Tommy. um, Back in the day, we used to go at it, like, especially with that Madden. When I was like really good at it, nobody could touch me. And if he tries to get on here and lie right now, lies. Man, Kevin, you used to have to pick the all Madden team just to try to. Man, I played with the Cowboys. <laughs> what are you talking about? Was that the all Madden team, the Cowboys? Hey, more hey, secrets. Tell us more you, secrets. You talking about that Bill Walsh college football? What, no, what? no, no. It was Madden. Madden. Like when the. Madden uh, and Madden 92. Oh, yeah, it was old. I, we, we, I, we go yeah. back. What's that on Sega be, Genesis? I could not be touched. No, nah, I wasn't on. Was that Sega Genesis? No. Yes, it was. It, was? it had to be Genesis. Sega Genesis. Well, yeah. listen, Madden 92, he beat me, but when we got the better versions, <laughs> I won. Do, do, do you uh, you keep up with it right now, Corey? You still you still rocking with Madden? I, I, PlayStation lost me. I just, I, I actually, I got into. Uh, um, Producing audio engineering, so I had to sacrifice my love for the video game. What type of production? Talk to us, like man. Mu- music production. Like you got some tracks? Am I am I too low? Microphone. Yeah, you were too low. Just go ahead. There you go, man. Roll the instrumental. Let me go, man. Let me give you. <laughs> let me give you sixteen hot ones. Uh, man, well, you know, I didn't. I didn't bring it. In anyways, that that is a form of life, also. But yeah, I kind of got into music production, man, and uh, uh, then I got into broadcasting and and other things. And now I am just enjoying being a civilian. All right. Oh, okay. Well, well, all right, Mr. <laughs> civilian, uh, give us your top five hip hop artists of all time. Here man. we go. My top five hip hop artists of all time. Number one, I'm gonna say Tupac. Yeah. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. There's nothing better. Number two, I'm gonna give that to Scarface. Ooh. I like that. Ooh. Scarface. Um, Yeah. Number three, as far as just straight rapping, I'm gonna give that to. um, I'm sorry. Let me adjust it here. Yeah. There you go, man. All right. All right. All right. Now we cooking. You comfortable? You good? Right. What, 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 uh, audio DJ, can I get a little bit of volume, please? Say, man, don't, don't you? You used to work aboard, didn't you? you a little can, bit of, which one is me? Show me this, which this one is you, me. Man. No, that's out. Yeah, let me get a little bit more. Little, you little you bit. comfortable? 
the, you the do what more, you do, man. I think you know how to work a board before, hair, right? Yeah, I, I think this one's going to turn you up. Right I know y'all yeah, listening to this while you're riding your car, but I wish you could see this site. That, so. That's it right there. You know, that's a comfortable tone for me. That, that, that way, you I'm nice? Not, yeah, 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 yeah. And you don't hear Welcome to the show, Corey Metro. How you doing, man? y'all having me, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But normally you loud, so I figured, you know, I wouldn't have to turn anything else up. Well. Don't try to act shy. You know, this is. I'm not being shy. I do have a smidgen of studio experience. Okay. I don't want bleed over from my mic into you. I like that. I like yeah. that. So, yeah. so have you been? Have you visited the the chateau yet? No, this is my first time here. Yeah. So, oh, so just to give birds. you a little history, when, when I first wait, linked wait, wait, up wait, with no, these two, no, dudes, no, no, this is your first time at my house. No, 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 no. I, I, when you said the chateau, I thought that that was this a is, nickname. Oh that you no, guys no, this, no, this is the Chateau de Tomas. Oh yeah, I've been here before. He was just here on Sunday. Okay, he's the reason why we were getting dumped out in Domino's. Okay, all right. So, so, so this is actually our what? What is this? Our fourth studio. Yeah. Is it the fourth or third? Yeah, studio. We went from Studio A, and yeah. then we went Make to... It. Yeah. Oh, this is our fourth. You're right. This is our fourth yeah, We've been around we the We at home now, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. We out here. Got you. All right, so you got... You got said, you. You said Scarface. You stopped I there. said Scarface. Number three, I'm going to say Mac. From Ooh, no limit. from No Ooh. Limit. Wow, one, one, just, yeah. just one of the lyricists that, that touched me. Number four, I have to Can say Ice Cube. Y'all. Okay, nice. Ice Cube. Can't I definitely have to say Ice Cube. And uh, today was a good day. Number five, I'm actually gonna give that to Red Man. Ooh, you know I just I got like finished quoting some Red Man. Kev turned me on the Red Man. I like that. List. Did you say Red Man in your top five? No, I did not put my. Top I know you five. said 103 like stacks. No, three stacks. I, like that. That I don't think I've ever heard Mac, but I, all the other. Bro, I got to turn you. You ever heard of Mac? Mac? Nah. But no limit. Yeah. What was it? World War Three was one of his CDs, and the other one was Shell Shock. Have you ever heard like Fiend? Huh? You ever heard of Fiend? Silk, Silk the Shock. Yeah, I know yeah, you ever yeah, Silk. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, we're just singing that song earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Silk is number one on my all-time worst rapper. You don't uh, like Silk? Really? Nobody likes just, just I like, like Silk, man. I, I, all right, I, I'll show you proof. Okay. When is the last time any top 10 artists on the Billboard have obtained him for a feature? Maybe Maya with Rugrats. That's cool. <laughs> how, long, how long ago was that? That, that was, that, but but that was when his career was still there. That was at the pinnacle. That but, was at the peak. But as soon was, as No Limit went out, so did he. And people don't go back and get him for features. That's, yeah. that's how you. That's, Silk Silk had a different style though, sign. man. Silk had a different style. His now, his he whole ain't thing. Book for shows. I can tell you that. Yeah, so. but th- that was Silk's whole. You know, his whole pitch or his whole branding was to come off the beat and ride it and then meet back up with it at a different segment to where the average rapper that, that, he was kind of like well, you, the so opposite of a twist so. oh yeah man yeah, when yeah. I was in college that's all we we bumped I mean, was No Limit I mean I, Skullduggery Mama I, I, Mia Cain and Abel I, I'm very familiar with Louisiana okay yeah, he's from that yeah, he was born I, I was yeah. born in Monroe oh you know my god the paper I mill connections um, but, but, do it still know, stink my, out there in the paper mill yes it does I know that when you know what? and you know what as soon and I was born there because in Marion and Farmerville okay you know Ooh, Farmerville. You, you you don't really have a hospital like that, so everybody went to St. Francis. St. Francis. Man, you know I had to go to St. Francis and stay there overnight one time. Man, well, long you know, story. Hey. <laughs> I tell you all, but but nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, I will say that. Um, uh, I just I don't know when you get off a beat I don't think that that's rapping anymore. Mm. I, I, I feel like spoken word is poetry and it, mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't require rhythm. Yep. But if you're going to do music like you can't if you're producing you can't quantize a beat if it's off. 
Man, see, Cora, we're about to have our first disagreement. I, see, that's I, that I, audio engineering talking. I, I like where you're going, and yeah, I do. The, I, I do take. I do take what you're saying. I just can't put it as law. Okay, I, I okay, take. Cre- so okay, this is my thing. Okay, okay, you can't. Wait, wait, I can't. Hold, I can't hold, knock hold, hold, another hold. person's artistry what, because it doesn't fit into my box. What is the definition of music? I don't know. You have to educate Sound me on that. Sound with equal distance spacing. Okay. Thus, therein lies rhythm. By the definition of what music is, I went to audio engineering school. Like so, how do you feel about a Wale? Because that's nothing but spoken word. I mean, he he throw a hip hop flavor on it, but that's yeah, nothing but, he but spoken. He went the beat though. I mean, Wale? sometimes Wale kind of come off the beat, a, and then it's, sometimes he don't even rhyme. Oh, oh okay, I'll, I'll say this: when you when you have a live band playing versus pre recorded music, yeah. you don't have the exact micro precision timing that you would from it's an impo- NPC. It's almost impossible. Your reason, your yeah. FL Studios, or your Logic, or whatever you're using. But to me. Rap is word spoken to rhythm. Okay. Yes. That's the definition yeah. of rap to me. And see, the, the messed up thing about it is, is there's no rap school. There's no rap theory book. There's nothing. You you can't open a book and say, this book is going to teach me how okay. to rap based yeah. on I subscribe to that. actual okay. principles. So, so right. then so, hip hop then, because you can't put hip hop in that box. Well, I, I mean, you know, again, that's just me. I, th- I think there rap are, has matured. Th- there I are think- rappers. There are rappers that don't rap on beat that mm-hmm. I like. You know, too short. Yep, that's E forty. Correct. E forty is all right, man. but he always off the beat. Yeah, but sprinkle but he- me, man. Just just sprinkle me. That's all you need. You need <laughs> with E forty. Besides that, time up, time up. Yeah, was, was players ball his song? Get up in your head like a neurologist. Oh, nah, look at you, look at you, look at you. Hey, uh, you ever heard this song, Carlos Rossi? Top yeah. of the fi- yeah. top of the line, top yeah, yeah. of the line wine. Top of the line, it's all in Walmart. But when now. I was 15 years old, I thought I thought yeah, that was I, had a I thought that was anthem. Get, <laughs> get faded to death in college. Right? Hey, that Carlos Rossi, three fifth and you out there. <laughs> All right, so Corey, so we can move on because that went like totally south, but it was a good conversation. I mean, that's what we do. All right, man. give us your favorite sports teams, man. My favorite sports teams. Okay, uh, I have to give credit to the Oak Cliff Redskins. <laughs> that, that, is, that is that is my favorite Pop Warner squad. You know, who the starting quarterback, man? Uh, well, you know, I couldn't tell you now, Al but Bundy, but growing yeah. up, growing up, that's that was the team. Uh, All right, Oakland uh, Redskins. Uh, uh, from that point, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the. Uh, to the uh, DeSoto Eagles. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's my high school squad. Yeah, I yeah. went to too yeah. many. I went I went to, you know, D.A. Hulsey is not there anymore like that. And it's a stem cell school. That's I mean, the middle school you know we went saying? to. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, That's how we the met Hulsey there. Hawks. Yeah. So um, DeSoto earned my earned my my loyalty. When, I like it. When we crushed <laughs> a, a Carter Cowboys 52 team. to 26. Ooh. Yeah, I know. And, then we, we, and, I and then we beat them again the next year. So, so we beat them in Texas Stadium. And then we beat them... In, in the Cotton Bowl, so cuz let me tell hey, you, can how, we get you your favorite sports teams like the Cowboys, oh, something okay. like that? Yeah, the we'll Longhorns, the Texas Longhorns, okay, okay. Hook'em Horns. Then I have to go with the Dallas Cowboys, the Texas Rangers, the Dallas Stars, and FC Dallas. What about for, the Mavericks, man? You forget about what the about Mavericks? basketball. Well, I, you know, hey, of course, the Mavericks. To my friends and family teams. and listeners, please so continue to listen. It's not, it's not his fault. Kevin invited this dude on the show, so just keep listening. Power oh, through oh, this. Let's bring it. Let's Power bring through this, please, to my friends and family. What, what are you trying to say? I'm, I'm just saying. First off, LSU got on that head for them hook'em horns, man. How you felt about that? All I'm gonna tell y'all is, is uh, Nick Saban. 
has owned y'all for the past decade. Which, it, whoa, you can't say the past decade. Just won, so you know. We can't say the past decade because last time I checked, two Saturdays ago, we 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 uh, we went into Brian Denny. Yeah, but have did you guys? Took, it took they took their music rights. They out there like TLC broke. Out there. <laughs> 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 they out there. <laughs> we took their music rights, man. I was, like, I was like, please, Corey, don't go there because that's gonna bring. You up. know, I had to take we're, it there. We're going. But look, you why you gotta go get your big brother though? Why you gotta? Get your big brother though. I, what I, happened with Texas though? Are y'all back or I not? Can't, I can't stand Alabama, but those are the two words that I bring up to to humble you guys and remind you guys. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. You don't man. even own your own division, bro. We own it this year, man. And, and times is changing. Y'all, did y'all? Did, and I know we we talking sports now, so we can get into serious business. Did you re, did you hear the comments that Nick Saban made during the uh, press conference the other day, saying that he's only really loved four or five players throughout his time, and two was one of those players. I didn't hear that. Uh, and I know but I'm, I'm pretty not surprised sure. that Nick Saban would say something like that. Though. Well, I'm pretty sure they took it out of context in some form or fashion. But why in the world would Nick Saban say that, knowing that you're trying to go out and recruit 25 fresh new faces every year? But and you're can, telling these moms that, hey, I'm going to take care of your son. I'm trying is, is he going to see now? How can you go out get that out of context, though? When you say, I only love four or five, that's saying I only love four or five. That's crazy, ain't it? I mean, that's that, that no, 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 because love is a strong. It word. is. I was thinking the same thing. But it Corey, is. if and, I go and, into somebody's house telling their parents <laughs> exactly. that I'm going to get them to the league, I'm going to help you raise this young man. And what about this? Like, what about this line? I'm going to take care of your son as if he was my own. And maybe you, he you doesn't you say don't, that. You don't know that he's telling everybody that. Yeah, maybe he doesn't say uh, that. No, not every coach has to say what we see on TV or in the movie. It's the program. It's the, right. it's now, the, it's the Alabama got a great dynasty. Right. They got a program. I just, I don't know, man. That's that's some, Those are not words that I would use ever. ever in the press conference. I say I love all of, all like of my, my own, like you said. Absolutely. Well, hey, man, that, that's pretty good. So let, let's move on and get... Get back on track, you know what I'm saying? So, sir, ain't no track, man. We got our cup athlete this week is Rod Woodson. What you got for us, man? Rod Rod Woodson, man, he's a uh, one of the all time greats, obviously. Uh, Roderick Kevin Woodson is a former American Kevin. football player who played in the <laughs> National Football League for 17 seasons. He played 10 seasons with the Pittsburgh Steelers and was a key member of the Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl 35 championship. He also played for the San Francisco 49ers and the Oakland Raiders, winning the jersey number 26 throughout his career. Uh, he holds the NFL record for fumble recoveries at 32 by a defensive player and interceptions returned for touchdown 12 and was named the NFL defensive player of the year in 1993. His uh, 71 career interceptions is the third most in NFL history. He was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2009 was also inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame in 2016. Rod plays most of his career as a cornerback then switched to safety during the later part of his career which obviously was a smart thing to do to extend his career out but uh, that's Mr. Rod Woodson. But it's kind of funny that him and Charles Woodson pretty much had the same career. Yeah. Well, a lot of a lot of uh, marquee I'm safe, saying the fact uh, that cornerbacks do that though. We had the Woodson. I'm pretty sure they get all the time and are y'all related. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Because of the, the similar skill set. Bro, they don't look nothing alike though. No, well, Rod Woodson no. got that Chico DeBarge going. Uh, Rod Woodson is mixing yeah. wood yeah. is straight hood. Where did uh, he did go he to the college? Um, USC. It's wasn't funny it? you say USC? that. USC. 
Because that is actually going to be this week's trivia question. Oh. So Rod Woodson, <laughs> Rod Woodson, the man, the cover athlete, graduated from the University of Purdue or Purdue University. Really? I thought he went to USC. No. So he oh, went to Purdue. Purdue. Now, this is where it gets good. Because you know I got to infuse a little bit of my own B. Jones into the question, right? Uh, yeah, mm. We know great. that there will be a future Hall of Famer in Drew Brees who graduated from Purdue. And we know Rod Woodson was inducted. But what other Purdue graduate is now in the Hall of Fame. Football or just period? Football. Football. Good, good, good catch, Kevin. Because you know I was going to go This is a little bit of a tricky one. This is a hard one. So what football player graduated from Purdue and was inducted into the Hall of Fame along with Rod Woodson? Only two players right now from the University of Purdue were inducted in. Well, sure. I'm definitely going to have to Google that because I don't know too many uh, Purdue Boilermakers. Yes. That's a tough one. I can't give away free shirts right now, man. It's Christmas time. <laughs> Yo no sé, señor. Okay, so I know it's not Wednesday and we can't do our, well. We can do whatever we want. We're going to do our crush. We can do what we want to do, man. So the girls man, ain't here, man. This is so a man's hey, hour. So I went. I was on Instagram, and then this young lady popped up. And, oh, God, Ashanti. <laughs> oh, baby. Ooh, baby. Hey, that is a bad one. Have y'all seen Ashanti lately? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw she. She don't look like. She aged, right? No, yeah. she doesn't. And she's, what, 38, 39? Is she? Yeah, Shanti's up there, man. I want to say she might be even a couple years older than that. But 38, 39, still, I mean, she don't look, no. Now, I, I, I know we men, and we may not want to admit this, but somebody gave me their favorite Ashanti song. So you had me going through the archives on Which this one, one with Ja Rule? Which one with Fat Joe? Yeah, <laughs> those were my two. So it was Mesmerized with Ja Rule when she was actually... And I was uh, on time, that one? Yeah, and then the other one was uh, with Fat Joe. Yeah, mine would be uh, the one that had the Scarface beat. Uh, baby? Yeah. You yeah, got yeah. Mary Jane? Yeah, yeah. What about you, Corey? You trying to... The, the new one? I forgot the name of the new one, but it's a new one. She just recently came out. Yeah, I saw she did have some new stuff out. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was on Apple uh, Musical.ly. Oh, well. Yeah, that's kind of what actually the, brought her back on into the limelight uh, recently, and then her and Ja Rule. And her and Lil Wayne. She had a song with Lil Wayne, too. Uh, on that new album, on that new Carter, what is it, Carter 4? Carter 4 or Carter 5? Yeah. yeah. She had a new song on that album as well. All right, so remember, November is no shave month. So if you see a man that normally shaves and his facial game isn't up to par, give him a compliment anyway because it's for a good cause. All right, so our kickoff question for the cast today is... All right, when cafeteria staff saw that students had lunch debt of more than $15 at Richfield High School, this is in uh, Hennepin County, Minnesota, they took the hot foods off the students' place, plates, threw it away, and gave them something cold. Get your broke ass out of line. Yeah, so this affected <laughs> close to uh, 40 students. Luckily for these students, the administration got wind of it, and they were like, hey, uh, this is not something that we put in, you know, in place, and we're going to fix that. So I want to yeah. get y'all uh, y'all thoughts on that. Well, I've seen a lot of stories in the last, I would say, a year. Um, obviously, in the day and age of social media that we live in, you know, there's a lot of stories that people don't even talk about on the regular news that definitely do get out um, and trying to bring attention to things that are going on. But, um, you know, there's got to be more in place and it's not just um, uh, I guess it's, it's this school's in Minneapolis yeah Minnesota yeah. but yeah. just all over the country I mean there's just too many of these type of similar uh, instances where um, uh, you know something you know kids are not treated as kids they're almost treated as like 
I don't know, like nobody's. Um, and uh, I think I'm, I'm hoping that as you know, we continue to move forward that, um, you know, more and more people, ad- grown adults will step up to the plate and actually start doing something right. Um, and, you know, for, so we can avoid these kind of situations. But my thing is it was adults that took the, the food off the kids' plates. And yeah. adults have to have better common sense than that, man. How heartless can you be? These, yeah. You know, my daughter called me one day with that. She was at school and, um, had I think like two dollars on her books. That's what I call it, the books. And uh they wouldn't they wouldn't serve her lunch, man. I had to stop what I was doing in the middle of work and deposit some money onto her uh on her books so she could eat. And I mean that's that's the way they do it. Uh, as much as I want to play the devil's advocate and come up with the logical explanation as to why grown people would let kids ever go hungry, I can't, I cannot justify it or define it. But the, the thing is, too, you already had hot food on their plate. Rather than just go get it and throw it away, just say, hey, you eat it, but we need for you to, you know, pay your okay, debts. Okay, so they did, they, the kids were able to eat. They cold just, food. They, they took that and they gave them, like, cold food. After they had given them the hot food. Yes, they threw they the hot it, food they, in the tray. They took it off their place and threw it away. <laughs> that, See, that's, 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 that's physically non responsible. That situation that much worse. It, it really makes I it horrible. See, I didn't know about the, the cold part. Now, let me like, ask you, you this. Know, like, or switching it back and forth, but. What is the demographic of this school? Did it? Did we have any research on that to know where the school is no, located? I didn't go that, that in depth. I, I could have, but regardless, <laughs> it, well, you, it, yeah, you bring up a good point. Of course, but it shouldn't matter. But I get it. It should, I, but I could guarantee you, I would put a, a a show check. I'll put my 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 check for this show on the fact. But as soon as this kind of stuff goes on the news, there is. I just don't feel like there's an uproar enough to where because the story right after this would have been. Um, those adults who did this got reprimanded by the district or whatever, but I'm assuming there hasn't been anything like that that's happened. And those are the kind of instances that are so egregious where it just doesn't even make any sense how you, because you have to think about something before you actually do it. So before you take the hot food away, like, is this actually going to be okay if I do this? They're not even thinking, what if it was my kid? Would I want somebody else to do? Mm. They're not thinking about any of those things. And I just don't, when I hear stories like this, that's the first thing that always boggles my mind. People never put themselves in, you know, the shoes of if it was Brandon Jones in Louisiana when he was 16 year old and you would have took my warm spaghetti off my plate. You would have had a different YouTube video out <laughs> of a baloney getting thrown across at, at, at the cafeteria, people. You but get this yeah. ham and cheese out of my face, pimping. But put, you would be amazed. Put how, them tacos back on my plate, man. How serious the cafeteria workers take that, though, man. Because, oh, absolutely. Because honestly, they do get in trouble for stuff like that. Oh, I know. So I, know. I, I can understand, but oh, they, they have a job to do about like unquote. giving away food and stuff like that because there's only so much that they have. No, seriously, they do. They will get in trouble for that. That's you, true. Yeah, I, that's I'm very serious. But, that's but okay, so I, I understand. So let's hypothetically say we got a, sc- a school population of 400 kids. We know that 360 or something enrolled or registered to 350. So we make enough meals preparation for 360 kids. Some of these kids decide not to eat or some, you know. So you or have bring a, it home, bring from home. Or bring from home. Yeah. So you telling me that the fact that you got enough meals prepared for 360 people to eat that this man had the, the spaghetti on his plate. You took the spaghetti off his plate just to throw it in the trash. To me, that seems like you would get more in trouble for no, that foolishness. Well, what they should have done once they went through the line, they check and say, hey, you're in the negative. You get this food here. You don't get the other food. But you make sure they're fed. 
You don't embarrass. I don't, I don't even think. You, I mean, I don't <laughs> even think you should even do that. It should just be like, hey, uh, today you're able to, but just know that you have to go home and you know send them home with something where like they can't come back to school until something is taken care of. And see another. Thing you know what I mean? Like you got to. There's other ways to get around the situation where you don't make the kid feel bad for any instant second because even if. But I wanted to eat that. You know what I mean? Yep. And my friends all around me are all eating that. So now, mentally, uh, I mean, I'm going to eat it because I'm hungry, but, uh, you know, now I'm different than anybody else. Or it, even if it's joking around, they're my friends. Now they can make fun of me like, oh, you didn't get da-da-da-da, this. Right. But, you know, it's yeah, like you we shouldn't even have to go through sandwich. any of that, man. But, and this is another problem I have with this is the fact that when we think about high school, and, Corey, you could testify. from In Louisiana, when you're in high school, you go from ninth to 12th grade. When I got out here to Texas, I learned that y'all had this thing called junior highs, which was ninth and 10th grade, and then senior highs, which was like 11th well, and 12th grade. Well, that, 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 that depends on what, how big the population of your area is. In Baton Rouge, it's junior highs or middle schools. We have middle schools. Which is 6, 7, and 8. That's absolutely you right. Know what I'm saying? And then you have the high too, school, though. which is 9, We have the same thing here. So I guess, well, and then it's, then it's unified because my thing is y'all all know that a 14-year-old and freshman in high school is different from a, an 18-year-old senior when it comes to how they handle their lunch and their maturity or how oh, they're able to take it, take of that. Course. So when you talk about these 40 kids, you're talking about some of these kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? They've only been in high school for what? We in, well, we in November? Yeah. They've been in high school for what, two and a half months? Yeah. Trying to get adjusted? And I, I just, I don't know. That's, that's a bad look all the way around. <laughs> so, Corey, let me ask you this. If this happened to one of your boys, how would you react? Uh, I'd be going to jail. Plain, 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 plain and simple. I can't always. I can't tell you that I would do the the responsible thing because I mean that's an emotional deal. You can't. At really. least you're honest. I can respect that. No, nah, you. I mean that's that's. Not, I, and here's and here's why I'm gonna tell you why it's gonna go to jail is because I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna ask some intelligent questions and I'm gonna get answers that I'm not gonna be pleased with. Because okay. there's there's nothing intelligent about those actions. The, there's a difference between making a point, making a statement, and crossing the line and embarrassing somebody. Yes. Making a point would have simply been, hey, look, here's this red slip of paper, or no, you just can't even eat today, or something along those lines. But nonetheless, with that being said, to take the food off of mm. their plates while they're eating in front of everybody else as a means of embarrassing them for not being at a being at a point in life where they can pay their own bills is a reflection of me. Mm. And I'm and I'm gonna provoke you and uh I'll ask for forgiveness later. You would have moved some furniture up in there. Yeah, well, I, I, again, they would be handcuffing me. <laughs> See, I mean, I, 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 I'm just like that. I'm just. Like I that. love the honesty there, though. I mean, quick, quick, quick story. Quick story. Let's go. My, yep. my kids, my, my 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 youngest son's playing football for a team. They played in the the Lakeshore Park over there in Cedar Hill. They played some team from, I want to say West Dallas or South Dallas. One of them. You know what okay. I'm saying? And. Uh, the other side was not as culturally refined, you know, so elaborate. The, well, the coaches used a lot of profanity. The kids used a lot of profanity and the refs kept warning them over and over again. Okay. You know, if you, you guys keep this up, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. So nothing worked. And then the parents, of course, they had a different seasoning in their mindset as well. So I just expected something to go wrong. Um, 
So I just, I told my son's mother, I said, hey, look, you know, if anything happens, don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of it. You, okay. you go home, you grab son, and y'all be cool. And sure enough, after, I want to say, the end of the third quarter, or right at the end of the third quarter, my son uh, uh, had the ball, and then this guy got up off the ground. He was—he seemed like a foot taller than from where I was standing. Came up behind my son, picked him up, slammed him. And what wound up happening was is I ran out on the field immediately to go and grab uh-huh. the guy and break it up. But what wound up happening was is my son was working the guy on the ground before I got to him. Oh. So he's clocking him in the helmet. I mean, he's <laughs> punching raw face masks, uh, and it turned into me pulling my son off of the little boy. Uh, but but I knew then I would lose it if – Yes, yes. It involved my kids because that's a little different. How old was he at the time? (sighs) 11. Okay. Oof. He was already. Hey, that that's actually going to right into our next topic. Too. I know that's what so, I was just so, telling KT. I was like, so well, this is a perfect that, segue. The, the NFL bra. So, so whoa, whoa, whoa. So, did you put some hands on somebody though? No, I didn't was, have to. He didn't have to. I didn't his, have to. His son was actually the one already doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so by the time the guy, and I tell you, maybe he was maybe not eleven, maybe thirteen. Okay. Maybe, okay. maybe I'm off. But he runs up behind my son, picks him up, and slams him after the after the whistle is well over, just because he was mad, and I run out there to break it up and before I get there my son is working the dude punching helmet and face mask and all the that. son that just got slammed yeah I, wow. I've never seen anything like it and crying the whole time so I just <laughs> I just knew then that I was not the type of parent to handle things like that that's just me but well, well I, at least I wonder, you was on I wonder how Miles Garrett's parents uh, reacted to his actions oh, boy, on that, uh, boy, boy. that man, Monday y'all night y'all about to get mad at me man I kind of low-key am I'm defending Miles in this situation. Well, the only way you can defend him is because uh, Mason Rudolph is the one that pretty much started everything on the ground as he was trying to get the man's helmet off. Yes. Yes. So, So apparently, if you hadn't seen the brawl, go check it out. It literally was about... A 10 second, maybe a 15 second, eight seconds left in the game. With that's that's what caught I didn't even catch it when because I obviously didn't watch the game, I just turned on Sports Center. I was like, uh, I want a first, what? Of, yeah, uh, wait, hold on. This, this just really happened to where this guy did this, and I wasn't paying attention. I was like, oh, this game must have been heated, I wasn't paying attention to the score, nah. or nothing. And then when I wasted a third time, I was like, Wait, there was eight seconds left on the clock. It was twenty-one to seven. The game's practically over. But you know, there's always a story behind the story. Of right? course, there always so, is. So what you got to do is you have to go back and I, I I don't know how I ended up watching this game live. Well, actually, I do know. I got Nick Chubb on my fantasy team, and I was watching it for the last possession. And I don't even know why I was still watching this game with, with eight seconds left to go in. Nothing, nothing yeah. was going. It was just on. It was just on TV. It was just on. Yeah, it was just on. So first first down came up. It probably was like fifty-five seconds. I can't remember the exact number. Cleveland Browns blitz. The Joe Sherbert came through, got him a sack. Second down, the defensive tackle came through, got a sack. Mm. So now it's third down, and the, remember, each one of these sacks, the time's still milking yeah, off yeah. the clock. Time At this out. point in time, the coach got smart. He said, hey, we're going to run a screen. He snaps the ball. But at this point in time, the, the Cleveland Browns are bloodthirsty. Everybody trying to get these little stats Sex, because because yeah. they just they just beat they've the been break. struggling too. They right? up twenty one seven. It's the first time of the year they've had a successful division game. Rival. It's a division rival. They 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 own Pittsburgh head. Mason Rudolph got the ball off fast. Now this is where you could you could say there this the catalytic moment of this whole entire situation was at bunch of, at, at various points. But you could tell 
Mason Rudolph was frustrated. Yeah. Miles Garrett, bloodthirsty. You got this man's ears is pent back. He got to him. Ball was gone. Miles Garrett took it upon himself to continuously struggle. If you watch that video, it was just a little bit of extra struggle, even though the ball was yep, already yep, gone. Yep. He rustled him, he wrangled him down to the ground. This frustrated Mason Rudolph even he, more. Even more. So that's when he attacked Miles Garrett, who was trying to pull his helmet off. And it's apparently Miles is saying that Mason Rudolph, where you can't see it in the camera, Mason Rudolph threw his knee into his crotch area. And y'all already know. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Ex- ex- it, two things can guarantee you getting into a fight is a, a crotch shot and spit. You automatically, some hands. <laughs> it don't matter what the situation is. Hey, it don't matter what the situation is, you're going at it. So this this is my problem. This is a gladiator and a barbaric sport to begin with. Between the whistles, we are basically legalizing violence, so to speak. And I get Miles Garrett took it way too far. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not trying to defend Miles Garrett actions of as how far he took it. But I understand the mindset of a gladiator in a heated battle that things escalated at a high level and he wasn't able to keep his temper. I, I think that I think that the punishment is due. I, he got to suspend the guy for six games. You this, think that's enough? That, that's that's enough for me. Let him cool off. Get I'm out going the media. Six this year and six next year. See, I, see, that's he why he killed that man. He could have killed man. him if he had hit him with the crown of the helmet. Because the way these NFL helmets are built, and 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 uh, you know all this concussion conversation over the past five to six, seven years, actually since 2011. But you know what I'm talking about. So the way the helmets are built, based off of the the, the skull, the strongest part of our skull is at the top. Oh, excuse me, the weakest part is at the top and it gets stronger. So the helmets are built to where the strongest part of the helmet or the hardest plastic is at the top. So if he had hit him with the top of the helmet, he probably could have concussed Mason Rudolph, who had previously in concussion protocol two weeks earlier. So Mason Rudolph, if he would have hit Mason Rudolph with the right part of that helmet, he would have went out like a light bulb. Uh I mean, he would have slumped over. And that situation would have been very ugly. But like I said, man, fights happen all the time. Why Miles Garrett took it to that level. I'm not quite sure of how he got so hot the way he felt like swinging the helmet, but I do think that that's just almost an instinct for a person in a heated situation. If Corey was to go up there to that school and something were to pop off and somebody say something you know, drop some some words that he not happy with, and that somebody puts your hands on him, right? At that point, I, I don't know what this man is capable of doing in the fight. I don't know if he's gonna pick up something and hit somebody with it. That's why I tell people be careful when you when you're talking that trash and get into a street fight because that thing can go left very quickly. No rules, no rules. Fight. I think I think everything was blown out of proportion just because it was on media. Man, we live in a in a, day, a day and an era and a time where you can't do nothing. Now, you can't breathe on the quarterback wrong. You can't touch. Him, you can't look at him wrong. You can't hit him too high. You can't hit him too low. You can't fall on him. So in a sport where you got guys that are trying to get around linemen and they come into you and you expect him to control all of these variables of physics and still be excellent. So it's like so it's like put a hard hit on you now. When it comes to swinging the helmet, but see that's outside of the rules. Okay, I understand that. But when it comes to swinging the helmet. I don't think that it was that bad. I didn't. I didn't see him swing the helmet with all of his might. He didn't. Now that's see. And, I hadn't even and, thought about that. And right. So it's like it's like man, move. You know what I'm saying? Now, now here's my thing. When he was trying to take that man's helmet off on the ground. Yep. My my whole entire thinking was is 
what are you doing? What's going on through your head? He, he had just got punished two plays in a row. I, that was the third play he got I, punished. I, I get it. I get it. But you're trying to take somebody's helmet off for what? Mm. Yeah. What was no, going to happen? What was going to happen once the helmet came off? What was you going to spit in his face? And you don't need to take the helmet off of that. I, so. You know, so 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 my my notion is is uh, what's your intent? And I will say this, man, your boy Ponce came and, and jumped on the man's head. Hey, Ponce practiced MMA too. Like, well, you wow. know he's from Florida. You know how they get down. I'm gay. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, yeah, Pouncy on a different I, level I, with I, it, man. I, I mean, it, I, I just hate that it happened in front of the cameras. I feel like um, it just wasn't that big a deal to me. And, and call me desensitized, but man, whew, I just, I just think that 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 in sports, period, it's just all about being. Feminized, but that's just my perspective. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I, 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 I like think, where you're going um, with that. I think all the way up until the fact that he actually took the helmet and swung it um, was, and I, I don't agree with Mason Rudolph's punishment. I think he could have got, he should have got at least two games or I three because, for me, I don't look at it as just that incident. I don't want something like this happening again. Just like in the NBA, there was malice at the palace. I know that had to do with the fans and not players, just on the court, but. You have to set the standard to where, like, we can't have you even trying and attempting to make it. Because if you didn't try to do that, maybe Miles Garen wouldn't have done the next step also, right? True. So that's the way I'm looking at it. And the the second part is, um, obviously, yeah, he's going to get suspended, whether it's the rest of this season, obviously the rest of this season and a few games next season. But he's still going to be employed. Okay, he's still going to get paid whatever he's owed once he gets to start playing again. The difference is you are at the end of the day getting paid by the Cleveland Browns and that which is your employer. And if I was to look at something like that ever happening at my job with somebody, then if I ever even put my hands, I mean, I could barely touch somebody else and I'm losing my job and it's going on my record and there goes my reference and it's going to be that much harder for me to go get another job anywhere else. So I have to take those things into consideration without even the media aspect, without even the camera being on because they know cameras watching me at my job swinging at somebody, but that's the reality of the situation. So I think you do have to set the example that we cannot tolerate or have anything like this happening in our league. And Miles Garrett, obviously leading up to that point, has had a couple of other instances where yes, he's he has gotten you know fined and things like that. Um, I'm, I'm glad you said that because week know, so one he punched uh, Delaney Walker after the whistle. He deserved. Week it. two he ended uh, Trevor Simeon's season with a late hit, and then in week eleven is when he struck uh, Mason Rudolph. So yep. it is something there. Yes, there there is something there, and I still Mason Rudolph <laughs> should have gotten suspended at least two games. Yeah, he should have for his. Uh, he should have. His, I think he just only got fined thirty five thousand, right? What it, I don't know. That, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, it was just a thirty five thousand dollar fine. That, so, that was whack. I, I do agree with you though, Core. You you own to something with the fact that they taken out so much of the game where it's almost glorified seven oh seven. I mean, I don't condone violence. Um, Lord, but that's for, what they get paid Lord, for. Lord though. forbid that would be my son out there to get 
clocked with a helmet and he's dead, you know what I'm saying, yeah, or yeah. in a coma or paralyzed. Or, or, or he watches something on TV and thinks he can go do it out there, too. Right. Und- uh, it, 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 right? You know? I mean... Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, but... Yeah. Like, hey, I got hit. Like, I saw monkey somebody do. else. Hey, the Browns are my favorite team. Miles Garrett is my favorite player. And Well, he, he could do it. I could do it, too. No, that doesn't, that's not how it works. Yeah, but hey, it, that's not in the real it, world. Wasn't it the Saints? Wasn't his name Kyle Turley? Wasn't he the one that ripped somebody's helmet off? And he did rip somebody's helmet off. And you own the... I like the fact that you say that the punishment needs to be above and beyond. Like, it needs to be ridiculous. But don't y'all feel like the six games the rest of the season, that's not ridiculous enough? What no. about six plus first game of next year? Just six, so we remind. No, six plus six next year. So you spend, you suspending this man for 12 games. I, w- I would say minimum of two games more well, losing season. is cool, so though, Two y'all. more games. Like, but eight games. Like, half of the season. And hit somebody with their helmet. Man, see, I saw Andre see, you're, Rise you're and also basic, get Yeah, they were, throw, they were throwing those hands, though. But see, you're, bas- you're right. also basing it off of the fact that nothing happened to Mason Rudolph. If something did more happen, he was really hurt. He had to get taken to the hospital. It would be even more. So you cannot just base it off of oh, what didn't potentially happen. No, you have to take it into consideration that if something could have actually happened or if the next time it does happen, somebody else thinks twice before they do it again. Do you think this would have been treated or handled differently, going back to what, what the guest Corey said, if this was not a Thursday night game and there was literally nothing else on television. No, it wouldn't have mattered. It, 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 w- it wouldn't have mattered at all, and, and I'll tell you why. Because we are a country that criticizes the same thing that we praise. Oh, that, I, that, woo, that, that, that's what we do. I mean, we got preach. MMA. Mm-hmm. We got guys that are wrestling and throwing bowling balls at each other in, in, in certain sports. You know what I'm saying? We got uh, boxing. We have karate. We have all of these different things that are just really brutal. Mm-hmm. And this sport, I mean, hockey, you can literally hockey. pull a man's jersey over his head and work that man. Yes. And all you're going to do is sit in the penalty box. And let me tell you something. Five minutes. The, the reason why we wear gloves on the hands is, is, <laughs> is to protect the hands from being broken by the skull. You, yep. punch, you punch a man's skull like that if you want to and something's going to happen. Now, again, the the... Addition of everything rolled up in together with slow motion, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And the different camera angles makes mm-hmm. it look like what it did with the, oh, we must set an example. That's just my opinion. Now, I don't think that uh, uh, displaying violence on television in a sporting event is is great for business. But, no, it's horrible for business, man. But, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day... Um, with the NFL under attack from the from the youth league football, you got commercials out there with kids quitting and stuff, and this is, you know, you can't have right, right. just anarchy out there on the field. All right, speaking of anarchy, let's uh, talk about uh, Colin Kaepernick and his yeah, issues with the NFL. I, and I, and this is try. the topic I've been waiting for. Well, yeah, go yeah, ahead, man. We're going to go ahead and let you go ahead, man. Okay, so I want to say this. This is how I feel. First of all... I want to say shout out to you, Colin Kaepernick. I appreciate everything that you've done for me. I appreciate the education that you've given me on the uh, third verse of the national anthem. I never do that. I appreciate you I know, uh, taking taking the, the the scrutiny of everything that you take to take that knee and represent for us. Um, and at the end of the day, I just want to say to the naysayers, first and foremost, we don't get to tell people how they prioritize, uh, uh, you know, the, the things in their lives. So some people are very upset with Colin for things that happened before this. OK, uh, Colin, you have a right to pay your bills. 
when you took your team to the Super Bowl, everybody knew how talented you were. There's no need that you should have ever been doing a tryout again in the first place ever again. Not with the likes of uh, uh, who is who, I, I miss his name up every time. But what's the quarterback up there in Chicago? Tr- Tr- Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell. Oh, oh, I mean, you have some horrid, wretched QBs out there. And I mean, you've seen this guy take a team to the Super Bowl and he plays the modern style of quarterback play. He can run the ball. He can throw on the run. Um, he can extend the play. So personally, I just want to say thank you, Colin Kaepernick. And I feel like those that have a problem with him taking the settlement, we just don't know what bills he had to pay. We don't know what obligations he set in motion. We don't know who else was affected. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you know he bought his mama a house first thing out the gates. You know he went did all these things out the gates. So um, the man is still trying to make it into the league. So addressing the points, okay? Now that I got the thanks out the way, addressing the points, because I, I I'm, I'm curious to hear what all of you gentlemen have to say. Okay, so we look at the different points. Every, first thing I want to talk about is the waiver. Everybody is saying, well, hey, that's, the, that's just one line different from the waiver that he signed back in 2011 or whatever the case may be. The scenario is different now. When someone is trying to bait you in a trap and to get you to sign over your rights to where you can no longer play again, I mean, the, the NFL controlled every aspect of a last-minute fly-by-night thing. It, the whole thing reeked of, if you ask me, the whole thing actually reeked of, of a setup so that they could paint a narrative to where Colin would be like, oh, his passes weren't very good. He's not really talented anymore. He lost all of that magnificent talent he had just by sitting on the couch and not getting hit, not getting injured, and doing Nike and, and practicing. He just all of a sudden lost that quarterback IQ. His, you know, nobody thought to give him the Wonderlick test again or anything, right? So, with all that being said, he did accomplish the goal. Eight teams still made it. He worked out in front of the NFL and the media. I don't think it was a circus. The Kuta Kente shirt to me was the perfect thing to represent what the NFL was trying to do to him. It was, mm. it, it was, in my opinion. I don't, I don't feel bad about it. Everybody loses their cool. Everybody deserves a free one. They're cattle prodding this man. They're talking about him. They colluded against him. And I feel like at the end of the day, he was creative, under pressure, accomplished the goal. And if teams really weren't interested, why still go to his practice workout? If if he, okay, let, he changed it at the last minute, but why still go to the workout? And in closing with that, I don't think that Jay-Z really had as much to do with setting this up as people think that they did. So so those were the basic points that I want to just get out there and I'm gonna go ahead and digress at this time and 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 and, and hear what you gentlemen have to say about it. I'm gonna tell you straight up. I'm I'm I really didn't even care too much about the Colin Kaepernick thing because going into it, I thought it was a dog and pony. I'm just going to be honest with you. Even from the point that they came out with the fact that Colin Kaepernick is having this audition, I'm like, you hit it right on the head. And kudos to you. I wish I would get up and shake your hand right now. But why is a former Super Bowl QB, and he didn't win it, but, you know, as we all know, the – the corporate mafia, the casino mafia, shut down the dome, lights, the lights in the yeah, dome, yeah. and kind of took that from them boys. But, um, but yeah, how, how is a quarterback that we literally saw him transition from a second round quarterback, transcended into the Colin Kaepernick? All of a sudden, now his skills digress. When 
we've been seeing the same YouTube and, excuse me, Instagram posts of him throwing the ball. See, Colin Kaepernick created this every workout Mondays or whatever. He was showing film of his capabilities the whole time. So I did not need an additional workout to prove to me that Colin Kaepernick was capable of doing it. Now, where I agree with you and where I stopped and took pause and was like, whoa, is when I heard about the waiver. See, that to me... There's no possible way after I go through a litigious situation with you, I've taken you to court and everything you're, you're basically putting me in this Petri dish and controlling the entire situation from beginning to end, who show up, when they show up, how the narrative will be delivered after it's all said and done. And then I got to sign something. Like we, I made fun of y'all earlier today, but like I said, people have lost a lot of money signing paper that they shouldn't sign. If a cop pulled me over today, I'm not signing a ticket because it, <laughs> you're giving up too much of your rights. So I don't blame him at all for not signing a ticket. I mean, uh, excuse me, for signing the waiver. But this is my problem. Stephen A. Smith, who I highly regard, is one of my, you know, he ain't my mentor, but I look up to Stephen A. Smith as being the political voice for us. And when I say us, I mean people of color, so that consider sure. you too, sir. Sure. So I look up Stephen A. Smith to be our voice when it comes to these situations. My problem with it is, is when Stephen A. Smith talks about, quote unquote, things that the opposite, right, don't want to hear, they discredit what he says. He's a loud mouth. Yeah, He's yeah. this, this, this. Now, all of a sudden, that Stephen A. Smith has crossed the line, the company line, he's actually defending their agenda. Now, all of a sudden, we see this video posted up everywhere. Stephen A. Smith talk. Hey, y'all better listen to Stephen A. Smith. He's telling y'all Colin Kaepernick was a joke. He shouldn't have done this. He blew his chance. That's what made me hot about it. Agreed. Well, <clears throat> I don't agree with the shirt. Which one? The, the Kool-Tan Kool shirt. I, I, I don't agree with that. You don't agree? <laughs> because, I mean, yes, did they cut his foot off? No. But I get what he was trying to say. Now, where I do agree with Stephen A. Smith, not the whole thing, if you're trying to get back into the league. Now, I wouldn't have signed the waiver. I know of all that, all the video. But there were they had to set up for 25 teams to come and see you. And you've been practicing and working your butt off, and you knew you were going to perform to a different level, you know what I'm saying, or to an even better level than they can expect. Then go to that. Now, with that said, I have no problem with what Kaepernick did because he didn't trust the NFL. Can I say one well, – just ask you one question. Go ahead. 25 teams. Now, we all – pretty much know our rosters, right? Yes. We play fantasy yeah, football. Yeah, yeah. We, You and I both know that there were not 25 sincere suitors. No, I, I, I totally agree with that. So we, we got some of these people just showing up just so I, I voted. You, you know those people that, that what I voted? I voted. So I went and I put my voice out there. No, really. We was, in, we was at the party. No, no, really, I'm playing devil's advocate. Okay, I, all right. Like all I right. said, I don't agree with the shirt. I really so don't agree with that. If the Saints was there, there was no purpose. Yeah. We got quarterback after quarterback. But Bridgewater, he'll be gone, man. He's not going to stay I think we're going to resign him, but that's not here that we're talking about Cal. Um, well, first and foremost, I mean, this uh, there's a lot of eye-opening statements that Corey made um, that I loved hearing because at the end of the day, you're being very true and honest with yourself as well. Um the thing that I took away from it was as soon as the story actually came out that he's actually doing this workout, I was like, well, this came out of the blue. It's like week 11. 
I mean, like, guys have already been injured throughout the season. Teams aren't bringing him in. But then the NFL is working with Colin Kaepernick. And I was like, oh, no, the NFL is not working with Colin Kaepernick. It was NFL created a plan. Okay, like... We need to show. We need to save face. We need to. We need to make ourselves kind of like be the, like we're not doing anything to. We as an organization are not doing anything to prevent Colin Kaepernick from playing. Maybe now we can't control the thirty-two teams. Maybe going out there and asking him to come in for a tryout because we know the backlash that any team will face as soon as he actually steps onto the field. Um, and so, with that being said, it was already like, okay, this is definitely a setup. Without even hearing about the waiver, without even hearing about that, it, you know, once you started hearing like, well, why is it not on a Tuesday, but it's got to be on a Saturday? Well, most teams are traveling on Saturdays, which makes it that much more difficult for actual coaches and GMs to actually show up to your workout. So, no, it's like you're going to do this workout if you want to, but it's going to be our rules. Our, you know, we're going to dictate the camera, uh, you know, who's going to be there and all that good stuff. So and then obviously, you know, in the 11th hour, you know, things got switched up because they didn't want to say the, you know, the, the waiver and the recording. The NFL said the only they're going to come in recording and all that. So for me, all of that already played a part into, you know, everything that Kaepernick has already been doing, you know, before he obviously started getting blackballed, um, you know, going into this workout. Once the workout happened, which it's almost like it's a waste of have, actually having a workout because he's... 32 now, but in reality, he's still 29 because he hasn't played in three years. So he hasn't taken the wear and tear and the hits and anything like that. He never had any serious injuries when he even when he was playing. And obviously quarterbacks in this day day and age, like we were talking about the previous topic, you can last a lot longer than you ever could because you're not having to take those seats because you're super protected. Um, You know, I'm okay. You know, I'm not obviously, you know, most people that watch our and listen to our show know that I'm not black. I'm Indian. Um, So when it comes to, you know, he's standing up for, um, you know, African-American community. Like, I I don't know what that feels like. You know, I can't take it to heart. I know he's doing something great because I look at African-Americans as just people, just like I look at our own people or white people. I don't look at anybody any different. Uh, But at the same time. You know, so the backstory behind Kunta Kinte, which I, you know, you know, ba- you know, a couple years ago did read up on and things like that. I don't have a problem with him doing whatever he wanted to once he changed the workout to where he wanted it. And I know that teams were going to come and whatever. And it didn't really matter the workout because I know he could throw the ball deep. I know he can roll out and make it look like, hey, he's going to scramble and throw at the same time. I, th- those are already things that are given. It was more about trying to make a, a point where people that haven't seen his face or heard his voice after a long time can actually now see something. It's going to be on social media. It's going to get posted and things like that. So with all that being said, and as, as much as I support Kaepernick and everything that he had to do, the only one thing that I didn't agree with, and but he has the freedom to do it, and he could, and I still will support a person who still decides to do what they feel is right because it's not going to make or break him and who he's as a person, whether he plays ever another down in the NFL. So it's okay. You've already proved your point. You're going to always be known for, I don't even care if he comes back and um, wins a Super Bowl for a team, you know, in 50 years from now, he's going to be known for what he, what he originally did. The only thing that I would say is, and the same thing that I would agree with KT is because you know that, you know, if you really are, 
that much adamant about trying to make it on the team. The only thing that I had an issue was with when the when the cameras came and he was talking, when he was kind he's of so defiant. You know, I, I guess it's like kind of like, hey, like, okay, we already get it's not it's not newsflash that what you're saying as about the owners, you know, 32 owners, NFL, Roger Goodell, like, no, we already know those things. You don't need to tell us that. But if you're trying to get a job, I'm not saying be sincere, like, man, I really hope I proved myself out there. No, we don't want you to say that either. It's like, that would have been another time to say, hey, um, you know, uh, this is an opportunity that I, you know, uh, that I was granted and I wanted to make sure I took it. Now, certain things weren't aligned, so I moved it on my own decision. And, you know, to the team that came out, thank you. Um, hopefully I did more than enough to where you guys are able to see, you know, that I, I, I'm good enough. To, I'm still good enough to, you know, at least get another workout where you bring me on a, on an actual Tuesday and see. And I'm okay with, you know, if you if you bring in me to be a starter or backup or whatever it is and kind of just leave it at that. And and that, so that's really my only issue with him. Other than that, I mean, Cap, I'm like, continue to do you. I know the realistic chance, even if he did all the right things, was still going to be almost damn near zero anyways. So, you know, it doesn't really make change anything else. Uh, but uh, I just love the fact that he's back in the limelight to where people are still can t- still talk about it. So, so I was, you know, on my Facebook page, somebody... They, they show these statistics about Colin Kaepernick and, and, you know, and somebody went above and beyond to make a point to say that even if Colin Kaepernick were to play, he said he, he basically made the comment saying, give I, I hope the NFL gives Colin Kaepernick another chance so we can see that he wasn't a good quarterback. And that's why he couldn't make a team in the first place. And it just for some odd reason, I don't know how many you, you sound like you're a pugilistic fan. You sound like you're a boxing fan. Do you remember when Mike Tyson was at the the precipice of his career? And he got the the charges from the hotel room. They lock him up for two years. Mike really never came out of prison the same. Do you, do you remember that? I think he won a couple of cupcake fights, and then he went against Evander, and he kind of started getting exposed. And then, children. And then he, he got into it with Lennox Lewis. The, the point I'm trying to make is, is you take three years out of any professional athlete's career, it's muscle memory. It's... It's sure. things that sure. his skills were going to degrade. I personally feel Colin Kaepernick don't want to come back to the NFL. I personally feel this was all strategically engineered to keep us talking about him on Tuesday night podcasts and talk shows to keep his narrative and keep his 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 uh what his movement original movement his original movement right. going Colin don't want to go out there and take that kind of punishment and I don't think he do and the reason I say all of this is because you don't wear a t-shirt to incite uh, emotions from the people who you're auditioning and this with. is the second time he's done that remember he uh, the, the Dolphins would have signed him but the whole Fidel Castro sock thing uh, and then he had it was something about when there's something where his wife had came out his girlfriend at the time that came out it's it's been numerous situations 32 years old you, you let's just be real if he actually were to get into a game do i feel like he would do better than a trevor simeon or a brian what? hoyer what a brian hoyer who started at least 10 games a jeff driscoll at least 10 teams he'd be like way more than suited uh, Joe over their Flacco, story. Uh, Joe I mean, Flacco, Joe Flacco, and if he play against the Cowboys defense, man, a Ryan shoot. Finley, a Ryan Finley, right now, do I feel? Would I take Kaepernick over them? I I'd probably rank Kaepernick between nineteen, maybe seventeen and twenty five right yeah. now. Between seventeen to twenty five as the quarterbacks that you know, if we were just drafting a team from scratch, but yeah, I, I don't think my earnest 
feelings is that Cap don't want to play. I think question. Cap want to keep the memory going. Qu- question, question. Okay. If he does not want to play, if he really does not want to play, there is enough activism that he can participate in to keep his name and his narrative going. I agree, but this is... uh, Case in point. Don't settle the collusion case. Let it drag on four, five years. Hit him in the pockets, hit him in the wallet. And then really get paid. Okay, so watch this. Watch this. Watch this. We, I believe in my heart that the NFL is definitely trying to keep him out. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I do don't, too. I don't, I don't have Without a doubt. Any questions? Oh, so, so the moment he goes in, so had he played ball, not wore the shirt, had he obliged everything that they said, went in, signed the waiver, and they said, nope, you're not good enough. We don't want you anymore, and you can't sue us anymore. Now what? Now what? He just been doing Nike commercials. Just, mm-hmm. but, but, but it would have enabled him. It would have enabled him to get off the hook from playing. Here's my thing, and I'm gonna end with this: the Dallas Cowboy years ago, the Dallas Cowboys years ago, draft pulled Lincoln Coleman fresh out of Home Depot. You can't tell me. <laughs> You can't tell me that they're not jerking this man chain. We don't see what type of text messages he gets, what emails he gets. We don't hear what type of threats of, 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 hey, look, we're the NFL. We'll do this. We'll put pressure here and there to make sure you can't do this. I mean, in my opinion, I, I say we have to give him at least some plausible credibility that he might still want to play. So, uh, okay, uh, let's, let's, let's bite. So let's say he does want to play. Why take such a defiant route? Like you want to say that I, I played and not only did I play, but I did it my way. I told I told the man how it was going to be dictated. And I mean, I don't understand why you would create so but, many hurdles and obstacles for yourself but that's just in like, order to do so. That's, okay. I mean, okay. it's self-destructive. Okay. It's self-destructive. You don't know who your receivers are. No other outside media is allowed. Only the NFL can record it. You can't even record it yourself. And you must sign this waiver. And it's at short notice. I, and you initially... No, I agree with that part of it. But he initially asked to reschedule. Yes. Because said the, no. He, he, he initially wanted to do it the right way. Well, well, ho, 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 ho. They told the media before they told him. I'm talking about the T-shirt. Okay, I'm talking about. Oh, oh, okay, the T-shirt. The T-shirt. Why, why go to interview with with Petro and wear uh, 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 you so, know so, so, a, a Save the World T-shirt? You know what I mean? I respect that. I res- I respect that point. The point that you're saying is is remain in a state of total humbleness. Don't if even, you really want it. Don't even don't even give the media the opportunity to say that you're being a slight. If you really want it. Mm-hmm. If you really want it. I, I can respect that. You don't you don't show up to well, an interview right now with with, with, yeah. with well, khaki shorts on. With with the interview thing. Uh let's just think it's your dream job and you've been working there and then y'all get into it and you gotta get let go and they try to give you another chance. Okay. It's just like saying, Okay, I want you to interview me at my house and I want you to bring that guy here. It doesn't work like that, And man. then dress inappropriately. Yeah, then you dress inappropriately. It doesn't work like that. This is the real world. This, yeah. If he was really trying to get job. into the league, you are. then I don't say humble yourself all the way, but you got to show a little bit, just yeah. a little. Give him a little bit. You got to play the game. 
Of We've all heard this. You have to play the game, especially with something that you want. And I, you know, the, the last point that I made, you know, when, when I was talking before was he could have probably done everything that I hoped he would have done in his interview or the shirt or whatever and or anybody that is agreeing and being on his side the one thing that i thought of was before even his workout i was before anything even got changed i was like you know if hypothetically like all these teams show up you know you know people bring him for workout and let's just say he even ends up being a backup to whatever team i was like I was thinking, I was like, there right now, obviously, because of what he did, the rules have changed as far as the national anthem where you don't have to come out if you don't want to. But if you do, then you need to stand or whatnot. And, uh, you know, other players are already doing the whole staying in the back and not coming out. Um, but if Colin Kaepernick makes a team and he's the backup quarterback or the starting quarterback, it doesn't matter. It's, even if he's a backup where he's not, you're not even really supposed to know he's even out there. If he's a backup, nobody knows who's the backup of most teams, maybe besides Teddy Bridgewater because he actually got to play and he's a relevant starting quarterback from before. Very few so, teams. So if, if Colin Kaepernick did make a team and he was a backup and the first game, oh, it was on camera that he wasn't out there, it's going to be news even though so many other players are already exactly. doing it. So that's why for me, I d it didn't matter to me what he ended up doing. So for me, when it comes to him wanting to play, I think he would like to play. Exactly. I don't think he's going to be more about like, man, I would love to get back on the field. I think he would like to be out there because, and he doesn't seem like a person who really cares about being the limelight and kind of like Nipsey Hussle, like you didn't know about all the great things he was doing until after he was gone. I don't think he cares about getting that recognition because no matter what, when my grandkids are in high school, in their history books, Colin Cabber's name is going to be in there Absolutely. as far as doing something, uh, especially for the African American community, and then just for me, but people in general, to take to take and bring something to the attention that is a people issue. A modern and, day Harriet Tubman. I right? mean, a modern day uh, Rosa Parks, man. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, so let me ask you all this, then, because I know you're trying to say there's some we, we giving him some you know credibility or credence that he wanted to actually play. Do you feel like we would have ever heard about the waiver and all of those things that you you linked out that leaked out as far as the wide receivers, the the videotaping, all of that stuff. Do you think if he had showed up and played ball, we would have ever heard about all of those rules with the waiver? Because I don't think we would have heard about it. I think it would have just been business as usual, and I think the NFL would have said, hey, we saw him, and he was mediocre at best. I don't think – and I think the narrative would have changed yeah, yeah, to and that's why I don't feel had, like he's one of the top 64 to I, 75 I, I, quarterbacks in the country right now. I think what they wanted to do – is set him up to sign over his ability to be able to sue them again behind any sort of shenanigans, mm -hmm. and that's exactly what would have happened. Now, granted, granted, he would have obliged what we all would have wanted him to do just to save face, but what I know from working in media, man, is that this narrative has been set up falsely from the beginning. From like, the beginning. Like, 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 okay, at what point do you lose your ability to think civilly? Mm. Or, or what, at what point do you use your at some point you go get to the point like, man, look, I'm tired of playing with y'all. I'm gonna do like, yeah, I wanna play. Now, Kevin. You hit, you hit, you hit, you made a great point, and I want to acknowledge that point also. What you said was is that if this is your dream job and you really want to play, you do, and and you make the sacrifice. You sacrifice your pride, and you do what they're asking you to do. 
in this case, in this scenario, because of who he was and what was happening, I believe had he done that, it would have been the last we would have heard of him, just like you said. They would have, they would have said, nope, he's not good enough. And I believe they only would have showed his blunders. I don't yep. I, I, I don't believe that the receivers that were out there would have made an, a true effort to try to even catch the balls. And I believe that everything would have come out would have been, aha, he couldn't make it because he wasn't good enough. And see, for me, it's, it's for me personally as a fan, I am really bothered emotionally and it hurts my feelings as a man that people are dragging this man's athletic ability. Hate him because he's an activist, but don't drag his ability. And it's at least a good 30% of the people out there that really believe he don't got the ability. And that that's that's what I wanted to see that's accomplished. And that's what I feel that's like he got hate. over. That's all you know it is. Exactly. Hate. That's all it is. Well, Man, but, well I, I wouldn't even take a job right now. I, I, I wouldn't even go to an interview in which... They set the stage up like that in a controlled environment in which I had no say. So, part of, I'm a recruiter, so part of setting up an interview is to make that person feel comfortable. You give them as much information as you can. Hey, this is where you're going. This is who you're meeting with. This is the conversation points, what you need to prepare for. Here are some items. When the person gets to the place, you're like, hey, do you need to use the restroom? Would you like some coffee, water, beer? No, just easy. But, but, <laughs> but you're, those kind of people you're setting up for an interview aren't uh, jeopardizing potentially the company, but, especially in a you know uh, media dollars that's going to come in. Oh, agree. Oh, if you know if I started working for your company on Monday, and ain't nobody Joe Schmo going to be knowing that I started working for your company, even though I used to steal money from all the companies I used to work for. They don't know that because it's not. I'm not a celebrity. I'm not in the news. I wasn't. I didn't get caught for something that uh, even for one day I was on Channel 4. So the the effect is not the same. So it's almost not incomparable. That's why for me, like whether it's the NFL or all 32 teams, there was no way that they were going to wanting to take the heat back on because, oh, the ratings dropped or, um, you know, ticket sales that some people don't want to show up. Not because, because he took a knee three years ago, but now he's staying in the back. It's still an issue. And we haven't even mentioned as soon as somebody did sign him, you know, 45 is going to talk about it. Yeah, well, I don't think I think 45 would stay out of this time because remember a couple of months ago they asked me say hey if he's good enough to play he should play in the league. 45 did say that. Yeah, he did say that. So I don't think that would have been a problem, man. But I ain't seen them type of ransom and d- demands except on rush hour. I, I want to throw this out there real quick, um, and 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 I challenge everyone to give this a real thought. Is there anything normal about this attempt? that the NFL gave him to get his job back. Like there's like all of the rules and the logics that we've applied for those. And I'm playing devil's mm-hmm. advocate for both sides. The one thing both sides have to agree on is that nothing about what they threw at this was normal. Absolutely. So how could he respond normally? Mm. That's, that's the whole humbleness. But and like you said, if, if you play devil's advocate, though, to their defense, they've never been in a situation and well, uh, where and, they've had and to being re-audition a, and the quarterback. being that great at his position, being a quarterback, obviously, which is always the number one position in all of sports, and gets all the attention, because it fla- you know it boggles my mind that Eric Reed got the job and he was standing right. I mean, taking a knee right next to him. He wasn't a face every of this, week though. and was talking and supporting and was part of this law. You know the the lawsuit, but. 
They gave him a tryout because you don't notice him he's on the field. You're not paying attention to like, ooh, where's Eric Reed at? Uh, I wonder if he's going to pick this ball up or make the tackle. Nobody's paying attention. He, so he, was, he just flies into the radar. He was the red arrow. Have y'all ever seen the green arrow? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he was the red. Nobody was, know about the red arrow. Speedy. Yeah, speedy. <laughs> yeah, nobody know about the red arrow. Every down, <laughs> even if you handed the ball off to a running back, I see you. The but, game is centered around you. I see all your stats. They're not Unless Eric Reed makes a pick, you're not showing that oh, he's had 14 interceptions in his career. He's had three return for touchdowns. None of those things are going to happen unless you actually make a play. No, a quarterback has to make a play every single down regardless. It's funny you say that. One, Eric Reed is a former LSU Tiger. Two, damn it. They just, oh, Lord. They just, uh, they just drug tested him again. About that <laughs> they just drug tested him again. So, well, we're asking I, Eric. I, I will, job, right yeah, I will say this about the whole thing. We all know that most uh, teams, when they hold a uh, what the a trial? Uh, a trial that's on a Tuesday, not on a Saturday when teams are traveling. So he was screwed. It was a damn if you do, damn if you don't. But the fact that you didn't do it their way, that's going to be the reason why you're not getting back in the league, though. But even more reason why he turned it into even more of a – he blew it out of proportion. I, I think it was all the way for him to expose the league, so – yeah, well, shoot, man. Uh, uh, Thanks, Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah, Kaepernick, you you put on a good show for us tonight. Hey, Corey, my brother, thank you for joining us, man. It's been yes. awesome. It's been all. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate. No it. I, I wish we could have had the actual video up so people, you know, could could see us. But this is this is one of our. Dopest, do we have enough time to do the deepest episodes? I'll, I'll keep my schedule open. Hey, all right. That, I like that. Do we have enough time to do the six pack, man? Do we guess the games? I was really looking forward to that. Shoot, man, we already over an hour and something, man. I'm pretty sure they'll listen for two more minutes, man. Just, just mention the teams. We'll just pick on. All them. right, quick, you ready? I'm gonna start. Hey, Serge, you go first. All right, Colts, Texans, Colts, Colts, Texans, Texans, Panther, Saints, Saints, Ty, no Saints, Panthers, because I hate the Saints. I do too, man. But they, <laughs> Panthers, not no the Saints, gonna win. Yeah. All right, we, all right. Uh, Cowboys, Patriots, Cowboys. I'm going to say the Pats. By 13. Patriots. I'm going Patriots. 49ers, Packers. Ooh, I'm going to go Packers. Where's it? Hold on. Where's it at? It's Where's 40, the game? It's, it's, in, it's in San Francisco. I got Aaron Rodgers on my fantasy football team this week. Uh, I'm going Packers. I'm going Packers. I'm going 49ers. I, I'm hoping and praying that the Packers win, but I think the 49ers will win. All right. Hey, hey, a year to the week. We got to get that too, well, man. One more, right? Hold on. Yeah, oh, one more. Okay. This one, we're going to take it to college because it's a big week where Ohio State and Penn State play. Ohio State. Ohio State. It's not going to be close. Landslide. Yeah. It's not going to be close. By All 23. Right, All right. Year of the week, man. We'll give credence or we'll give credit and uh, shout out to my guy, Adonis Watt, which I th- I don't know why. I just think that's one of the dopest names. His Adonis. mama did a good job. So, when, and, Adonis on Creed, was it? Adonis Creed? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was his name. So, uh, uh, Adonis is most famously known as the blind running back. If you hadn't read this story, an Arizona running back scored a touchdown in its varsity debut. He plays for Phoenix Brophy Prep Football Club, and uh, his coach, Jason Jewell, brought 15-year-old sophomore running back Adonis Watt up to the varsity level, and in that same week, he was given an opportunity to score a football or score the, the, the run the ball in from a yard out in the first quarter of the of a route so imagine this kid cannot see anything they literally told him hey get the ball run forward and uh he's even he's even since he scored this one touchdown he's even went on to score some more touchdowns so the kid i i don't know about y'all i would be scared to death 
to do it. I can't even walk to your front door with my eyes closed without me. <laughs> without me. What you say about my neighborhood? Huh, man? House big, man. House big. All this fancy furniture and bosses. You gonna have somebody yeah, chateau? You doing too much? <laughs> Don't mess around. Get robbed, ain't you? <laughs> Probably by you the way it sounds. Hey, might be. Watch yourself, man. Cooper Rowe, stand up. All right, man. So uh, Shreep, Shreveport is in the building. <laughs> hey, oh, Shreveport. Hey, what you doing? Juella. Holler at the homies off Juella. 318, my people. Okay. All right, man. Adonis Watt, you the truth, man. Thank you for all you do. Uh, you outstanding, exuberant, and exciting, and you deserve a yeet. All right, we want to thank you for listening to another episode. Of Sport. Hold up, Corey. Once again, thank you for uh, thank joining you, man. us, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, I like you, your points, yeah, man. Yeah, you're welcome to come on anytime. All right, so thank you for listening to another episode of Sports Life Talk, where life without sports is just talk. Remember, if you want to support what we do, then share, subscribe, and leave a review on any of our social media pages. We hope that you will join us next week, and please tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>